the optics of a peaceful mission today, Wednesday, September 17th. It's the world. I'm Marco Werman. As the U.S. military heads out to fight Ebola, we ask a Navy historian what a mission like that actually accomplishes. He says, for starters, it helps improve America's global image. Where you show the greatness of the country, the strength of the country, the generosity of the country, the science of the country, and what we have to offer to the world. Also today, angry plane passengers give a couple of Pakistani VIPs a piece of their minds. They were on the airplane, they knew who was delaying the flight, and so they got that chance to just directly... Um, lambast them. Plus, what happens to Britain's nukes if Scotland secedes, and a new cookbook full of recipes that are... At best, inedible. Um, at worst, explosive. Mmm, yummy. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman, and you're tuned to the world. Deployments are on our mind today in the newest missions facing American servicemen and women. For example, jet pilots who are flying sorties to target militants in Iraq. President Obama spoke to some of them today in Florida at MacDill Air Force Base in Tampa. It's home to Central Command and Special Operations Command, the people overseeing the fight against the so-called Islamic State. But Obama also spoke about that other mission he's given the U.S. military, helping to fight the spread of Ebola in West Africa. After quoting a Liberian man who welcomed American help, Obama added this thought. And that's the story across the board. If there is a hurricane, if there is a typhoon, if there is some sort of crisis, if there is an earthquake, if there is a need for a rescue mission, when the world is threatened, when the world needs help, it calls on America. Even the countries that complain about America, when they need help, who do they call? They call us. And then America calls on you. Obama's call involves the deployment of 3,000 U.S. troops to Liberia to help combat Ebola. But what can those troops really do? I asked retired Captain Jerry Hendricks. He's the former chief historian of the U.S. Navy and is now a senior fellow at the Center for a New American Security. The majority of the military service members that are going to go over there are going to be doing things like uh, logistics lift, uh, flying helicopters. There's going to be uh, construction uh, individuals, civil engineers who are going to be building 17 100-bed hospitals or treatment centers. You're also going to have air traffic controllers who are going to be managing the helicopters as they move around, moving uh, healthcare supplies, food, clean water. Uh, and there's also individuals uh, that will be assigned who will be able to manage uh, the the refuse, as it were, the, the, the materials that may be infected and how to manage that and make sure that it's handled safely. Wait, will this new training kind of then be something that all servicemen and women will have to go through? I mean, both preparing for war and preparing for disease? Well, actually, we, we have been trained to handle humanitarian disasters in the past to include things like cholera outbreaks that generally are associated with earthquakes or uh, volcano eruptions. 
More recently, uh, we responded to a massive earthquake in Pakistan, as well as a large earthquake in Haiti that involved in the Haitian case, a cholera outbreak. And so we are aware of the protocols. And that's another aspect of this. The military is a disciplined force. We write rules on how we're going to respond to different things. And then we try to be disciplined in our approach to that. And when you're dealing with something as virulent and dangerous as Ebola, I think that those protocols and that discipline of the military force is going to be critical to ensuring not only their safety, but in fact, ensuring the safety of others around there to prevent the spread of the, uh, the disease. I know with the, uh, the typhoon that hit Tacloban in the Philippines, uh, it, it was a Navy. They had the Fifth Fleet in the Pacific that showed up and helped out. Why does it seem like it is the Navy out of all the armed forces that is the one branch of the military that often leads these efforts? Well, first of all, the Navy is forward deployed. They are out there and they're responsive. They can get there rather uh, more quickly than other aspects of the military, although the Air Force, if there's runways available, they can fly in. But the Navy often has ships, and most of our ships, of course, come with uh, combat hospital capabilities built in on board them, especially the amphibious ships that are associated with Marine Corps.